Hey there, lovely listeners. Welcome to Uniquely Wired Podcast. I'm your host, Nani. On this podcast, we uncover the beauty and nature of autism through heartfelt conversations. Let's jump in. Welcome back to another episode at the Uniquely Wired Podcast. So... First of all, I'm actually recording this episode on Valentine's Day, so happy Valentine's Day, and I know that you're listening after Valentine's Day, so I hope that you enjoyed your Valentine's Day and that you felt loved and that you know that you are loved and that you're special. Um, I also want to share that I am officially 30 years old. So yesterday was my birthday on the 13th, and I'm just grateful, y'all, and blessed to see another year Um, after I dropped off the kids at school. Y'all girl took herself to a nice spa day, and I got myself a full body massage. You guys, it was so much needed, so... That's pretty much how I welcomed my 30s. And then um, at nighttime when hubby got home from work, we went to eat at a restaurant um, with the kids and we had a wonderful time. So I'm definitely grateful. And that's why this episode is a special edition. It's going to be quick um, because I just want to share with you guys 10 things that I learned in my 20s as an autism mom, and that I'm going to carry with me moving forward in life. So um, I'm going to look at my notes, and I'm going to share those 10 things with you. And so the first thing I want to share that I learned in my 20s is that patience is a virtue. So I learned that patience truly is a virtue when raising autistic children. Progress may come slowly, but every small step forward is worth celebrating. No matter how small it may seem or how big, it is worth celebrating. So I have definitely learned that Patience is crucial. And let me just be honest. I did not know like how much patience I needed until I started racing my two kids. But once they got their diagnosis, oh my gosh, I've learned so much about patience. And I think I would say that, you know, before becoming an autism mom or a mom at all, like I will become very impatient. I would just be like, really? But why am I not getting this now? Why am I not doing this now? You know, like just like rush through life. But once I had my kids and they were diagnosed with autism, um, I had to learn to embrace every single moment Not just those exciting moments, but also embracing the process. Just taking it one day at a time. Not being so 
fixated or so focused on the future or perhaps what they haven't been able to accomplish, but focusing and embracing the now and just being patient that things will continue to fall into place. So that's one thing. Number two, I've learned to advocate fearlessly. Being an advocate for both of my children became second nature. I learned to navigate systems, fight for resources, because let me just say, they just don't come to you. You have to fight for these resources. I've learned to educate others about autism. So every single day, I'm learning something new about autism, and so I decide to educate others around me, especially family, but also friends and those, you know, in the community. Um, number three, I've learned to embrace uniqueness. <laughs> I learned to appreciate the beauty in neurodiversity and to celebrate my children's unique strengths and abilities. Um, we all have different strengths and abilities. That's just a fact. But when you have an autistic child, um, or in my case, children, both of mine are autistic, you know, I see both of them and they are both so different. Yes, they have similarities in their autism world, but they are still so different from each other. Um, so I'm learning things that, you know, trigger Jacob, but Eliana loves and the other way around. I'm learning of things that Eliana loves, but, um, I'm sorry that Jacob loves, but it triggers Eliana. So it's, <laughs> it's literally this world of autism. And I'm sure those of you that are listening that are in this journey understand it's a world that just never ends. It's a world that, you know how your kid reaches a certain age, right? Your neurotypical child reaches a certain age and wow, they, they know. They're determined of what they're going to be in the future, what they're going to do tomorrow. Not in my case, you know. Both of my children are like uh, something new every day. Something new every day. So I've just learned to embrace their uniqueness. Number four, I've learned that self-care is crucial. Um, in the middle of demands as a parent, I learned that taking care of myself is not selfish, but necessary for my well-being and ability to support my child. In other words, my children, both of them, <laughs> effectively. So I've learned that I have I, I must, I mean, it's not like a, a choice. It's a must. I must pour into myself and take care of me on a daily basis. And if you can daily, weekly. But don't let, you know, weeks go by and months go by. And then you're like, yep, you know, it's Mother's Day. I have to go to the nail salon. I have to go to the spa. No, because what if you can go? every other week, you know, to get yourself a nice massage or get your hair blow, blow dried, you know, just simple things or go shop, you know, for some shoes at the store. I don't know, but do something for yourself that makes you happy, that makes you feel satisfied and, and excited so you can be ready to tackle your children's needs. It, it's just crucial. 
I cannot express to y'all how good it felt to pour into me at the spa on my birthday. Woo, child. Listen, I laid on that bed. That lady was massaging my back. And then she like massaged my face and my legs. I mean, it just felt so good. I closed my eyes. And, and I was just in my own world. I was in my zone. I was in my zone. And it felt so good because when I went to pick up the kids from school, I was like, yes, my body feels new. My mind feels good. Like, we ready. We ready. I can take over the world at this point, right? Because I felt good. Because I was able to invest in myself and pour it into myself. So it's just crucial. I just want to put it out there and make sure that you practice that and you give yourself that time. Um, number five, something else that I learned in my twenties was that flexibility is key. Plans may need to change. Routines may be disrupted and that's okay. Flexibility became a cornerstone of my family life. It, it really has like you know, in the beginning, I used to get really upset when, when things would change and, you know, plans will be disrupted for whatever reason, whether the kids are having a hard time, whether, you know, things happen, we get sick. I've learned that, you know what, it's life and life happens. <laughs> so that's just, that's, that's it. You know, life happens. So I've learned that flexibility is key. Another thing I learned is that celebrating small victories is it, okay? Celebrating small victories. I learned to find joy in the everyday achievements, no matter how small they may seem to others. Each milestone reached is a reason to celebrate. Every little thing that my children accomplish and reach is huge to us. For example, Jacob holds a toothbrush and brushes his teeth on his own. That's a huge thing. And I must celebrate. You bet I'm going to make a video and I'm going to post it on social media because it's a huge thing to us. It's a huge accomplishment. You know, now, granted, that is a prayer. That is something that I have in my prayers. And I tell God, you know, the one day I know he will be able to tolerate brushing his teeth. Right now, it's a struggle for him. But you know what? I'm embracing that he at least allows me to put the toothbrush on his lips. Like, well, but, you know, he's not really brushing his teeth. Like, what is that? To you, he's not doing that. But to me, the fact that he's tolerating that one part, y'all, that's huge. That's huge to me. And that's something for me to celebrate. And, you know, right now, I know that he is struggling with, with bath time. He was loving bath time. Now he hates it. He's triggered by it. He wants nothing to do with it. Just by me mentioning the word, hey, it's time to take a bath. He freaks out and starts crying. I don't know what it is. I know it's definitely part of his sensory challenges. But the fact that he still goes into the tub, even if he's crying, he eventually calms himself down. That's another thing to celebrate. And I celebrate it because I know that it's so hard for him, but yet he's pushing himself. I want to raise children that are resilient, that are pushing through no matter what, no matter how hard it is, they're going to keep pushing through. So I don't give up on that. Um, another thing I learned is that 
community is everything. You know, it's important. It's everything. Connecting with other autism parents and support groups became invaluable to me. Um, sharing experiences and resources helped me feel less alone on this journey. So this is why I share so much. I share so many resources. I share my journey. I share my children's milestones and their struggles, the things, you know, that they have challenges with. Because at the end of the day, I don't want you to just see all the beautiful and amazing things about autism. I want you to also see that you're not alone and that every child who's autistic and adult has challenges. They have challenges. So this is not all roses and beautiful and butterflies. No, we have the challenges as well, you know? So I want to be able to not just share all the happy moments, but I want to share with you also the challenges for you to know that you're not alone. So when I see other moms doing that, it makes me feel not alone because I see that it's not just my kids, you know, um, struggling, but there's other families out there that are also going through challenges. So um, don't ever be afraid, you know, or ashamed of sharing your story as an autism family. Don't be ashamed because at the end of the day, there are families out there watching and they're wanting to connect. They're wanting to be, you know, feel seen, feel like they're not alone. So don't ever feel like either you're sharing too much or you're not sharing too much. Um, if that's you, right? Because I understand that not every family puts themselves out there. But if you do and you are a content creator and you are putting, you know, your life out there in your children's journey, just know that it's not going unseen. It's not going in vain. It's not, no, you're posting and there are people that are watching and they are grateful for you. Um, another thing I learned is emotional resilience. Um, parenting an autistic, you know, child can be emotionally challenge, challenging but I learned to cultivate resilience, finding strength in the tough moments and seeking support when needed. Um, I told you guys, um, when was it last month? I started to get therapy and it feels good because, listen, my kids get therapy. You know, they get speech, OT, PT, feeding therapy. They get all the therapies and ABA and... You know, I sat down one day and I said, well, how silly of me to get my kids the help that they need. But I'm sitting here neglecting myself. I'm sitting here forgetting about me and not getting myself the help that I need. And that's what pushed me. And I went ahead and started doing it for myself as well. Um, another thing is that I learned is to educate others. I learned the importance of raising awareness and understanding about autism in my community, breaking down misconceptions and promoting acceptance. So, um, just really quick last year, I put together an autism presentation, um, and I met with about, it was a, I, I've lost count already because I've met with a few churches already via Zoom. 
And these are churches from different states, not just PA. But um, I've shared this presentation with them. And it's just me pretty much educating the church, edifying them, and letting them know the importance of supporting autism families. But, you know, just disabled families in general. But, you know, of course, I focus it on autism because that's my journey. That's what I'm living. And it's from the perspective and the point of view of an autism mom. And so they have been so grateful. The churches that I've met with already have been extremely grateful at the fact that they are able to learn so much. And listen, I don't even charge, okay? I do this for free. I do this from the heart. But even last week, I did the presentation for the first time in person at a church in Jersey. And it's it's a small congregation, you know, and I was with their children's ministry leaders. And one of them is actually an autism mom. And so it was beautiful to connect with her and hug her and cry. And she just felt everything that I share in my presentation was just to the point and she didn't feel alone she didn't feel alone and that to me was everything so just educating others because sometimes we will say oh but why are you saying that don't say that don't talk like that or you know that's not true but really are we educating them Right. So if people are saying something that's offending you, educate them. Take that moment right there and then to educate them. That's okay. I'm still educating my family and I'm grateful to God that they are willing to learn. They are willing to unlearn things that they were taught in their childhood, in their generation and learning new things. So I'm I'm definitely grateful. Just yesterday, I was on the phone with my mother-in-law. She called me for my birthday and she was telling me, you know, how she wants to be in one of the presentations when I do it again in person. And I am going to be doing it in person again in April, um, God willing, at another church here locally in PA. And so she's like, I want to be there. You know, I want to keep learning. And, and that to me meant so much. She may not know that, but that to me meant so much that she wants to learn more. So just know that to never, well, I would say to never get tired of educating others. Never get tired of educating. Of course, you want to do it in love and kindness, but never stop educating. Um, and last but not least is that love knows no bounds. Above all, I learned that love knows no bounds the love I have for my children transcends any challenges we face and it is a powerful force that sustains us through it all. So I would say love and prayer, right? And I want to say that I know love because God loved me first. And without that, I wouldn't have known how to love on my children. I wouldn't have known how to pour into them. And that's something that I know has helped me. And throughout this journey as an autism mom, and as I look back to when, you know, the kids were diagnosed, um, I'm like, wow. Like just reflecting on how much I didn't know then in the beginning and to how much I know now and how far we've come, 
I'm just grateful and truly blessed. And again, I will say that as I'm entering my 30s, I know I'm just going to continue to grow and to learn and educate myself because I have to do those things first before I come on here and pour into you and educate you on this podcast. So just keep that in mind, friends. And I'm going to repeat those 10 things again in case you missed them. But patience is a virtue. Advocate fearlessly. Embrace uniqueness. Self-care is crucial. Flexibility is key. Celebrate small victories. Community is everything. Educate others. Emotional resilience. And love knows no bounds. So if you are an autism parent and you're listening to me right now, y'all know I love to encourage you. So I will say, don't give up. You were called. You were called to, I will say this, you were called to love on your child, nurture your child, advocate for your child, protect your child, embrace your child. I mean, you were called to do everything for your child. And just know that you're not just doing everything. There's a reward at the end that God has for you because he honors that. He honors that you are doing all of it for your child. He sees your heart. He knows your heart. So please remember that you were called for your child, nobody else but you. So if there's anything that I want you to take from this short and quick episode is that you're not alone and that you were called and that you're loved. You are loved. So remember that, friends. I love you guys and thank you for being here. And that's a wrap for today's episode of Uniquely Wired Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and sharing this space with me. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share. Until next time.